Save the Semantics, episode 167. It is January 23rd, 2022. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. And it is also, uh, once in a while, uh, it can be the premier one-stop shop for NBA news and analysis. Uh... Last week was a bit of a bit of a doozy, um, and I went over some of the things, some of the issues that I was having. Um, you know, uh, this week uh, I'm feeling a little better for sure. Um, I think again, it's just sort of ups and downs as they come um, on like a weekly basis, you know. It's a little hard to, um, like, looking back on things, like, if you look back, I don't know, say, like, maybe a year or something like that, if you look back, you don't really think about what happened on, like, a specific week that much, right? A lot of it, it's sort of, like, month, like, oh, that month was pretty, pretty rough or, you know. It's hard to look back on days, especially because, um, for, you know, certain things, not so much or so much could have happened within that single day. So I don't know what I'm trying to say, (laughs) but yeah, it's just, um, yeah, last week was just one of those weeks. So I just wanted to kind of vent a little bit, get some things off my chest um, and here we are this week, um, uh, feeling, feeling a little better. I know that, again, it's just, this is a temporary thing. It's not going to last whatever mood or whatever feelings or thoughts that I have during a specific period of time. Like, it's just always going to be kind of just, you know, passing through. It's not, it's never, it's never permanent. Um, so yeah. I'm feeling I'm feeling better. Uh this past week I what have I done? Work, you know, typical work and just kind of uh going through the motions, I guess. I don't even even I can't even really think of anything specific that I did that necessarily like alleviated my mood or anything like that. Uh it's just that whenever I'm I'm definitely feeling a lot more clear-headed like when I'm when I'm in those ruts like like I was it's very hard to like for one I I don't really talk in depth about you know I don't really talk super in depth about what issues that I might be dealing with and along with that I also have just kind of have a difficult time trying to describe how I'm feeling or whatever so it's it's it may be difficult like I can understand what I'm saying like if I play back what I recorded earlier and listen to what I was talking about I can be like okay I can see where my headspace is at but for just like a random listener it's like you know you can kind of have an idea of like what they're going through but it's a little hard to actually understand what they're fully uh, processing, right? So, yeah, 
it's it's just hard to kind of uh explain right like what the fuck is actually like going on and everything so uh i'm a lot i feel yeah i definitely feel a lot more clear-headed now today and i have some you know i just have things that i want to talk about so let's get into it uh let's talk basketball this week this past week's been pretty it's been pretty wild like there hasn't been anything super crazy that has happened i think the most noteworthy thing that occurred during like a game was like that grayson allen grayson allen foul on um alex caruso that just blew up and blew up on reddit on nba reddit or reddit nba or nba it blew up on nba twitter um, it was just, it was, it was fucking wild, man. Like, it was just, it, <laughs> so, like, Grayson Allen has a bit of a reputation in, in the past. In college, when he played for Duke, he was kind of known as, as a bit of a dirty player, just in terms of how he fouled people and stuff like that. And I don't really know too much about his, his career, really. I know he played Memphis, on Memphis before he... Um, was signed to the Bucks, but like it, it, you know, it. I'm not like, I'm not like, you know, trying to uh, argue for the guy or anything like that. But it it doesn't seem like he he's really had too much of a past, too much of a history in the NBA of of committing dirty fouls like not to the extent of someone like i don't know patrick beverly or like marcus morris or you know or both morrises really like they don't he doesn't have that kind of history so i think it's just you know it's just that college past that's kind of come back to haunt him a little bit and yeah that was a pretty that was a pretty bad foul that he committed right i think it definitely got a little out of hand, though. Um, and I feel... I definitely... I'm, I, I feel for Caruso, and I feel for the Bulls. Like, that's a fucking shitty thing that they had to go through. But just kind of the response to... Not Grayson Allen in particular, but... Um, like, sort of like the Bucks media has been kind of... It's been kind of shitty, like... Um, I just keep, I just kept seeing on like my Twitter timeline, the, it wasn't the Bulls, it wasn't the Chicago Bulls, I think it was like NBC Bulls, so I think it's like the, uh, Bulls like media networking, the ones that run like coverage, local coverage of the Bulls, like, they were just like, (laughs) <laughs> they were just fucking shitting all over the bucks and everything like i it's like understandable but it's also like it was also to a point where like hey let's just kind of like let's just kind of relax a little bit like obviously we're all fu- we're all mad i'm maybe i'm i'm less mad because i'm not you know not exactly like a bulls fan but as you know as an nba fan it sucks to see this shit happen so it's upsetting but like also like it it was for them it was turning into more than just like hey what you know what 
what Allen did was shitty. And what he did to Caruso is was, you know, unacceptable, right? Like that that's, you know, that's a fine that's fine. But then it was like I think the Bucks media messed up and they posted like a <laughs> they posted a gif of like Allen eating like a donut, which is like, okay. Like, I understand there's, like, a lack of foresight on their part, but I, f- I feel like they could have maybe, like, it was, like, a scheduled post or something like that. You, you could have, just come on. Like, let's look at the facts and the circumstances surrounding it. Um, so, it was just a fucking, it was just, you know, the, the it was, like, NBC Bulls were, like, going after, like, the Bucks Twitter, and they were just, like, shitting all over them, and it was just kind of like, all right. This is turning, yeah, this is just going beyond what the initial thing was. This is just kind of turning into, um, you, you're just kind of stirring up drama in, in a sense, right? And it's it's going beyond, like, what the initial issue was, right? Which was the foul, and it was, you know, a play, right? And I think it was, yeah, I don't know. I think, if I feel, it's really shitty. It's It's really shitty what happened to... Uh, Caruso I just think it might have been blown in proportion a little bit um, I don't know is that a hot take like I feel like some people will be like oh you're just in a you know you're just you're like being a Grayson Allen apologist no I'm not like nobody <laughs> you know what I mean like nobody's fucking I don't know man it's just um, it's sometimes it's just sort of like a, it, it really is just a lot of thing is just getting kind of thrown into the mix and it, it's really hard to sort of have like a reasonable conversation because I understand there's a lot of emotions and a lot of uh perspectives involved so it can be kind of hard to like sift through that and be like wait hold on like I like obviously this is a this is not a great moment this is not a great situation but like let's kind of you know let's let's take a step back a little bit you know um but yeah hopefully Caruso gets better man Hopefully he recovers soon. Um, the Bulls are better with him on the floor. Like, even when he was on the Lakers, like, he was also, like, a very exciting player. Like, uh, and, you know, <laughs> coming from a Warriors fan, I think that should tell you a little something. I think I, I, I he's a good player. I, he's fun to watch play. So hopefully he gets back. Hopefully, Hopefully kind of the Bulls can kind of regain sort of their position. I know they sort of faltered and everything recently but uh yeah I think they'll I think what you know nobody really expected them to be at the position that they were uh right now they're not the first seed right now they're the second seed I believe behind the nets um so it's it's just they've they've gone like above and beyond expectations like people are kind of um, people are sort of predicting that they were just going to be a play-in team and not a legitimate like title contender uh, I don't know you know you could argue whether to put them in that category alongside like the Nets and the Bucks but still they've 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 definitely proven themselves to be uh, a very good team so yeah I'm excited to kind of see where they're go where they go hopefully they make it like a nice um Hopefully they make like a lengthy playoff run. I think it'll be exciting to see them in the in the later rounds playing against some of the better teams. So, yeah.
um, uh, you know, rooting for them, uh, you know, up until <laughs> the finals when when the Warriors, if they if they ever meet up with the Warriors, so yeah. Um, what else on the NBA side of things? Speaking of the Warriors, they've been they've been, they've gone through some bumps recently. Um, I mean, it was kind of the case last week as well. They they had a pretty bad loss against the Pacers on was it Friday? No, I think it was Thursday. They had an overtime loss to the Pacers who who are missing their entire starting lineup. <laughs> so, it was a pretty bad loss. They were essentially essentially playing against a bunch of G-leaguers and and 10-day contract players and they they lost um nobody besides Curry, besides Curry uh, was playing well, so it was just kind of a, it was just a bad team performance, um, and it was just a shitty loss, and <laughs> of course, people were, people get so reactionary, man, like, whenever, whenever we lose, it's always just like, man, Kerr doesn't know how to do rotations, and, it, you know, admittedly, he didn't make good rotations when, during that game, like, I think he should have played Kaminga a little bit more, um, he should have tried to, I feel that, I don't know, it was it was just not, you know, I think they, they, they were just kind of struggling to put together any points toward the end of the, um, they obviously they should have fouled, right, the three-point shot um, before Holiday made that uh, game-tying shot, so yeah, it was just kind of a, it was a shitty loss, but people just kind of blow it out of proportion, like all the time like anytime the team loses it's like man we're 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 fucking shitty dude it's like we just we just had one bad loss and it's just people just can't accept that they're like no we have to win every game it's like you know that's not gonna happen right um so that was that and then the on the back end of that of that sort of back to back they played against the the rockets which was a little too close for comfort, but out of that we got uh, Curry's first buzzer-beating game winner, which is pretty crazy. He's had other game winners, but that was his first buzzer-beater. Um, and I'm happy that I saw that live. Uh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. They 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 needed that win because I feel like if it, it would have if it went into overtime again, oh man. That's rough, dude. That's it's kind of you know that's kind of a loss in itself if you're going into overtime with the Rockets. Like man, dude. Um, but they pulled it off, so uh, and that was a that was exciting, exciting last possession. Uh, let's see what else. I think that's it for on the NBA front. Uh, I wanted to talk about this movie that I watched last night. This is the first time that I kind of went to watch a movie uh, by myself in a minute, and that's kind of something that I've been missing missing out on. So I, you know, I had a little bit of time to myself, and I'm like, why not? You know, just there's not, you know, I have a little, you know, why not take advantage of it before I get super busy? Um, and there wasn't really anything I saw that was sort of worth watching, um, just kind of on like first glance. I already saw Spider-Man, and all the other ones were kind of like, eh, I don't really care. 
too much. Like, there was, like, a new Kingsman movie, but apparently that didn't look super great. The sequel I heard was pretty bad, so I was kind of put off by that. I was like, ah, you know, I love the first Kingsman, but I just haven't... The Just from what I've heard, the other the others haven't been too, uh, haven't been up to the same level as the first one. So I've kind of been, I haven't really watched or cared to watch either of those. So I, I stumbled across this one anime movie, um, that's showing in theaters right now, which is pretty surprising. I was like, I didn't expect, like, I, I the, the last anime movie that I remember showing in theaters and I, I I'm still kind of like <laughs> I'm still kind of like hitting myself for not watching it uh was the Demon Slayer movie I, I wish I saw that in theaters I think that would have been really good and really fun time but I think I, I, I was it was still during a period of time where like COVID was kind of bad I think I don't remember if I think vaccines were out at that time but I, I was still sort of there's a lot of uncertainty. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of uncertainty right now, but especially then, I was a little more uncomfortable with going out and about since I don't think I was fully vaccinated at that time. Um, and so, the movie I watched was this anime called Bell. It is. How do I even describe this movie? It's, <laughs> I'll give of overall, I'll, I'll try to give, how do I, like, it's, it's hard to really break down without, man, there's a lot to talk about, um, I'll give my overall feelings, I liked aspects of it, I liked certain things about the movie, overall, it's a bit of a mess, and I don't know if I would really recommend it to anyone. You know what I mean? If you're not, if you're not sort of a hardcore anime fan, and, and if you're not, and if you care more about, say, the the story and the characters than say the the animation, then I, it's not something that I, I would necessarily recommend. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed again. I enjoyed parts of it, but overall, it's a bit. It's a bit, uh, yeah. It's a it's a bit of a mess. Um, so I'll kind of like, I kind of I'll kind of break it down a little bit. I'll try my best to s- summarize the plot. <laughs> so essentially, this anime is it's a combination of like a slice of life anime, high school anime. And then also, like, this fucking, uh, just, like, just, like, fantasy anime <laughs> with, with just, like, other aspects to it, if you, if you kind of understand where I'm coming from. Uh, the main plot, I will try my best to give a, give a, give a summary, is there's this high school girl who um she's dealing with a lot of insecurities and and she uh th- there's kind of like a den bomb trope she lost her mom when she was young so she she has a lot she has a lot of like you know attachment to her and so from that point on from when she lost her mom she's just been unable to kind of really 
live, you know, live a live a relatively happy life, you know what I mean? So she's been kind of she's been dealing with that for the majority of her her life as as a child. Um and then so in high school she stumbles across this essentially it's the metaverse, right? Like it's it, you know, it's like this uh um metaverse or uh second life sort of thing um where you can enter in as as an avatar and you can you know essentially lead a lead a second life right that's that's sort of the main premise and she she kind of discovers pretty much immediately (laughs) that she has this like ability to sing and stuff like that and so she sings a song and then it goes viral and then she's now kind of this like pop superstar in this this fucking AI realm or or this uh you know this social media platform where you're you know you you're represented by an avatar and uh yeah that's sort of like the main idea the the additional sort of aspect to it is that it's also it's also a beauty and the beast story and that's where it kind of gets a little i don't want to say convoluted because like the main plot itself is not that difficult to understand it's just that there's just there's a lot of things that are kind of packed into this movie that i feel didn't necessarily aid a whole lot in in the story i i like the main idea of the main character you know rediscovering herself through through this avatar and and music and everything like that and i feel like there's there could have been a little bit more commentary on the fact that she was you know she was essentially pretending to be something that she wasn't right she's she's you know in in real life she's sort of like you know a normal girl a normal high school girl and then in this this you know second life world she's she's like this beautiful singer um and so you know i think there could have been a little bit more like commentary on that the issue i think is that they were trying to combine these two stories of her her character and her growth and then also this Beauty and the Beast story. And it's like, I don't... It just didn't really work for me. I was reading up a little bit on some uh, reviews online. And some people seemed like seemed to love it. Apparently there was like a 14-minute like standing ovation for this movie at Cannes. And I was like, I don't... I don't know if it really deserves that. I think... Uh, let me Let me talk about some of like my what i liked about the movie some of the pros of the movie i think the animation is beautiful it's it's a gorgeous movie i think it's it's really just the it's very it's very stylistic i love how it's done i really like the contrast between the the reality which is you know standard kind of 2d animation and then contrast it with uh you know the second life world uh, where you, you know, virtual reality, where you, where it's like 3D, and it's like 3D, 
3D rendering. I don't know what else to call it. 3D, you know, computer animations mixed with um, 2D, uh, 2D, 3D models. <laughs> if you if you if you if you took a look, if you look at like the, uh, if you just took a, like a teaser of the movie, you'll 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 understand what I mean. But I, I like the how the styles contrast. I think it kind of lends itself to sort of like you you have this very kind of vast and nebulous world in in the virtual reality as opposed to 2d where it's you know it's a lot more static there are a lot of it feels very quiet when whenever we go back to reality to the to the real world it's it's a lot more it feels a lot more calm it's a lot more quiet uh it also kind of helps that the the story takes place in 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 sort of a rural small town small town japan while the you know the virtual reality takes place in in this sort of this city-like metropolis-like environment um so i i like that i like the style i like the just the the visual representations of of societies within you know each of the worlds i i I like that uh, I liked the the voice acting. I thought was pretty good. I think the main, the main, you know, the the lead, the main character's uh, voice actor did a really good job. Um, and you know, I think everything else was pretty solid and you know, pretty well done. Nothing like super exceptional outside of of her. Uh, the music, I liked some of the music. I don't know how I really feel about it <laughs> it's like it, it didn't I didn't really it didn't really resonate with me but I can I can recognize that uh the I I think the the, the singer I don't know if the I don't know if the voice actor and the singer were the same I feel like they they might have had different um they might have had different people doing it but uh, I think I think they they also did a pretty good job for the for the songs and everything. Uh, what else? What else did I, did I like about it? There's some moments in the movie where I thought it was kind of like some like funny moments. Um, there was like this. It was like a high school drama situation where there was there's some gossip going around about how the main girl main character was trying to going go on a date with with a guy and and so there was like this drama among drama and gossip among among these girls and then they kind of like represented it in like the style of like a fire emblem game where it was just like it was like tactics and and they had to try to convince you know the other girls in 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 her class or in her school to be like hey that's not actually what (laughs) what's going on and so they had to like flip them to her side or something like that, and I thought that was kind of fun, but, so I, I wish there were, like, that was, like, the only instance they did that, so that was, like, it was very, it was very unique, it was very funny, it just, I just wish there was a little more consistency with that in other parts, like, they didn't really talk about, uh, it, it was just sort of, like, out of the blue, that, that moment right there, um, the issue with that is that it, I just don't know how much it really lended itself to, 
the this like you know the overarching concept of of this movie because it's dealing much more with virtual reality than it is than than it is with like video games um so you know i don't know it's just it's it's it was a cool little moment but i I enjoyed that uh so i mean i already talked about some of my complaints that i've had with it um just being the fact that i feel like the story in itself wasn't like the most cohesive and just elements didn't really you know fit all that well together um again i just the 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 beauty and the beast storyline i i understand i understand the point of it it's just i just didn't feel like it was that well executed like they that that like whole story line was like 10 minutes like they had they had they did a whole kind of like beauty and beast thing right where she like goes to like the castle and fucking (laughs) tries to like you know um tries to like befriend him in a sense and it doesn't work the first time around and then the next time she she tries she sings a song and it kind of works so it's like that was like that felt like 10 minutes like it was just like a very short period of time in in the story um and i i understood like i i understand where like the director or like what the direction was for that storyline in uh alongside Belle's or you know um Suzu's storyline and her growth as a character ah it's just I just don't know how it just didn't feel complete in a sense and I just didn't you know I I I won't give too much away but it's just it's, it's just it just didn't feel a lot of the moments toward like the end of the movie didn't really feel earned to me like they it just was just it was like oh we need we kind of need this to happen for you know the story to kind of reach its uh reach its conclusion it just didn't it it just didn't it just didn't work for me in particular I just feel like there were some moments that were kind of missing. Like, there were some developmental moments that I kind of needed for, to actually feel something. Uh, it, it was just like, I don't know exactly what would really make this movie better, per se. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I'm I'm just like thinking about it right now, because <laughs> I because I I, th- I I like the ideas that are presented in this in this movie about kind of you know it's not really a it's not like a unique concept by any means but I, I like you know them talking about how certain characters kind of are trying to reach their potential they're trying to you know be brave that sort of thing you know to sort of. I guess typical with like coming of age movies. Ah, uh, it's just uh it, it it was just a lot. And I think a lot of the side characters don't really get developed in the sense so you have you don't really have any and this is kind of an issue with a lot of anime I feel like it's just there there are a lot of side characters so you don't have a whole lot of you don't have a whole lot of emotional attachment to to any of them aside from the main character um so it's a little difficult to kind of be like 
wow, this, this moment really hit it for me. But again, like, you know, some people, some people reacted that way to, to certain points in the movie. So I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not criticizing someone for, for, you know, for really loving the movie and feeling like it, it, uh, was a, I don't know, it was, it was emotional for them. It just didn't do it for me in particular. Um, yeah, it's just, I just wish there was a little bit more cohesion. Like there's just, there's just a lot that went into this movie the world the virtual reality world i feel ah it, it just it, it, i like uh, for for certain things i feel like it worked like i think the fact that they didn't give too much on on the concept of like world building you know lends itself to like you as an audience member being like you know filling in like the the spaces with like how the world works and everything like that like it gives you a little bit more freedom of imagination but i also feel like it could have helped to kind of tighten that world a little bit more because like i didn't really understand the concept of the the beast's castle so is this like a thing like what do you mean this is hiding (laughs) you know what i mean like what do you mean this is like a hidden concept like why can't you like can you do that in like couldn't other you know couldn't other people in the virtual reality world do this is that like an illegal thing what was he doing exactly that was like fucking up the system like he was disrupting certain things right that was like the whole thing like i just feel like that was not super well established maybe i don't know It, it was just a bit yeah it just wasn't super super tightly knit and i wish that maybe it was to kind of give a little bit more uh just just a little bit more cohesion and understanding on like the world building and everything like that so yeah um yeah again overall i enjoyed aspects of the movie i think there were there were it was a bit like too many cooks I don't know if this was like a single singular vision maybe it was i think it was just too much instead of too many cooks it was like too many ingredients were kind of thrown into it and it was overall a bit messy in execution i think if they had focused only on bell but again like i think it it makes sense to have the beast character it's just that i don't know man I, I think there should have been a bit more of like a bit more of a focus on on just Belle herself or Belle and like Suzu herself and kind of a you know if they if they wanted to kind of make it a story about her journey and her kind of growth it, it would have made a little bit more sense but uh yeah again beautiful it's it's a beautiful movie in terms of just like the the animation quality and everything like that i just think the story and and the characters were not as well executed as uh, i would have liked so that was my as just as kind of messy as the movie was that was sort of my messy review of the movie uh so yeah but yeah i'm happy i'm I, i i i I enjoy kind of... I'm happy that it showed 
around here. I think it's cool that uh, theaters are open to f- having foreign films around. Because um, I, I didn't I didn't know anything about this. Uh, I, I was just looking at movies to watch and I just kind of stumbled across it. So yeah, keep keep doing that if you're able to. Even if you're not going to make money, theaters, <laughs> just do it for me. All right? just, just throw in like a random foreign film and then I might... I might check it out once in a while. Anyways, uh, that's going to do it for this episode. This has been Save the Semantics, signing off.